0: When we started dating, she was using uh, Adderall quite a bit. In fact, she was drinking pretty heavily too because the Adderall would get her all wired up and she would use it to help focus at work. And when she would come home, she would drink. She said she would drink to pump the brakes because her brain is just racing. And so we start dating and I'm like, well, you know, there's certain types of Kratom that can help with focus and help overcome those feelings of overwhelm. So I helped her get started on the Kratom and she managed to quit the Adderall completely. And then later down the road, she managed to quit drinking. She hasn't had a drink of alcohol in like two or three years. Uh, and that was when she would she would drink every single day. So there's all these great properties um, and it's really helps with a wide variety of things. And at the end of the day, all it is is the powderized leaf of the Kratom evergreen tree. Ready to live at the higher
1: vibrations where peace, love, joy, and good health are the daily standard? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to Vibe. And here's your host, Robin Openshaw. Hey everyone, it's Robin Openshaw. Welcome back to the Vibe show. I am the green smoothie girl online and I have with me today of Brave Botanicals to talk about Kratom, John Bush. Welcome.
0: Hey, thanks so much for having me.
1: I am married to a John, so I already like
0: you All right,
1: uh, with your name, and i I am going to talk about something today, you guys, that I've really wanted to talk about for a while, and I really need to sort of set this up so that you understand it. I feel like everybody's addicted to something, everybody's chasing dopamine, and everybody's stressed out in March of 2020, like literally right about March 1st, I had been screaming online that I felt like the COVID thing was a whole lot of lies, like a little bit of truth mixed with a whole lot of lies. I went out there, maybe some of you canceled me and came back. Months later, after you kind of thought about it and saw how it played out, maybe you came back. There's lots of people who did that. A lot of people just canceled me and they just went with the media narrative. But I didn't sleep for 12 days in March. I was like, what is happening? They're canceling the economy all over the world. like the 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 consequences of this are going to be long and terrible. Like you can't just send everybody home and pay them to do nothing. Like supply chains breaking. I work in supply chains. I was just like, this this is a catastrophe. So this is long before there was a vaccine, let alone vaccine mandates to to be upset about but you know I won't tell you guys my whole story because a lot of you already have been following me for a long time maybe you showed up at one of my 12 protests that I held in 2020 that was before we even had a vaccine I was mad that the governor of Utah and pretty much everywhere else in America was just basically counseling the free market system and leaving only the big companies standing well my husband ever since I've known him likes this herb called kratom and I had my doubts about it. My hairdresser also swore by it. She took it like four times a day. I I had tried it a few times and I thought I, I felt amazing. Calm, sustained energy doesn't do anything to me that I feel cognitively impaired whatsoever. But for me, anxiety has been my demon my whole life. I remember being five years old and worrying about a test the next day and not sleeping for one single minute. Mm -hmm. So just a few times in my life, I've had so much stress that I feel like I'm not coping. And I think what a lot of people end up doing is going to an MD and getting on an SSRI. Um, Well, now we have a lot of new research in the last few years that SSRIs are no more effective than a placebo or exercising. And so I can get a placebo myself and I already exercise. So I I don't want to be on an SSRI and, and getting off of them is terrible and there's a lot of toxic side effects, not here to judge anybody who does that. But I was not managing my anxiety in March of 2020. I had had just years and years and years of happiness, joy, happy in my relationships, happy in my work. And all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening in the world? So the anxiety was kicking my butt again. And I started trying John's Kratom, not not this John, but my husband, John's Kratom. And I have to tell you, that the last almost three years now, it has absolutely gotten me through. And whereas I might try it once in a while before, I now use it a couple of times a day. It is not synthetic. It is not handled by pharma. It is not something that you buy at a drugstore. And I want to talk about Kratom in case it's useful for some of you. Um... And and I just ask that you come into this conversation with an open mind and don't please don't write me and tell me that Robin's pushing drugs because that's not it. Um, I I don't want to be abusing alcohol. I don't want to be abusing uh, marijuana or get in trouble with the law for that. Plus, I don't I don't react well to marijuana. It makes me anxious and paranoia. It's worse. It's worse for me. So I don't have health problems or pain. Um, I'm sure John is going to tell us about the kind of effects that people achieve with it for pain, but you know what, here we have this opioid crisis. I think he's going to probably tell us I'm on his email list and he educates a lot with his emails about how they lie to us and tell us that this herb that is basically a weed that is completely natural. Um, actually there's just It's just all upside. I mean, I think that he'll be honest with us about the fact that it can be habit-forming, not addictive, but habit-forming. But I just wanted to set that up so that you know that I feel like just about everybody is using some kind of substance. And I prefer this. I don't have negative consequences, except that if I go off of it for a day or two, my anxiety is back. There's that. But besides that, I don't have... There's no crashes. There's no negative... Side effects, and I've been using it for almost three years now. The reason I wanted to get John on here is that my husband has been buying it by having to send Western Union, send money by Western Union, and getting it out of Malaysia. Well, I'm not, I'm just not excited about that as a source. So when I saw um, John Bush here talking to Derek Rose, and I love Derek Rose's content, and I know that John has been um, a vocal uh, advocate for medical freedom, so we're kind of all in this movement together. I wanted to get him on here because who doesn't want to support an American company like me? He's been canceled on PayPal, probably other central banks. Um, so we're going to talk about all that. Let's let's just talk about how you discovered Kratom and what you think. It what what is it, and what is it not that people may think it is if they're plugged into the negative uh, media about it out there from pharma, who doesn't like competition. <laughs>
0: okay cool yeah well thanks for giving me the opportunity to speak to your audience about this incredible plant medicine I first discovered it back in 2016, maybe 2015, 2016. I was operating an underground bookstore, literally underground. It was in a basement. And we sold controversial material about freedom and conspiracy and, and health freedom, all sorts of good stuff. And we also sold health products. And so one of my friends was packaging it and distributing it. And we had it on the shelf for a while, uh, but it didn't really sell a whole lot. And I hadn't tried it myself. Then all of a sudden, in late 2016, the DEA, the Drug Enforcement Agency, decided that they wanted to emergency schedule Kratom and add it to Schedule 1, which would make it a federal felony. Well, come to find out, it was actually the FDA that was pressuring the DEA to do this. And the FDA has been after Kratom for quite some time, which folks in your audience, you know, the FDA says something's bad and that usually means we should check it out. Right. So all of a sudden, the government's trying to ban it. And I'm like, what's up with that? What is it about this plan? So I decided to give it a try. And I it felt great. Um. I was a very busy well i still am a very busy entrepreneur overworking quite a bit and so i used it to help just kind of take the edge off when i was feeling stressful or overwhelmed i also found that it had great properties as far as helping uh with concentration and focus because oftentimes our mind wanders um and so that's when i first discovered it and first learned about it but it wasn't until I started selling it to more people. This is some kratom right here, by the way. This is red, and I'll describe the different effects of the different types. There's a few different varieties, so to speak. And so I'll that was for with me. You guys, the one
1: I'll tell you, tell you guys the one that I take, and my husband takes a different one for different
0: sure. reasons. So, and so it, it helped me, but it wasn't until I started hearing the stories from the folks that were buying it from me. Uh, of how it like miraculously changed their lives. One story comes to mind. It was an older woman in California and she cared for her four grandchildren and she was addicted to Percocet after an accident. She was prescribed opioids and The doctors never tell you how to come off of the opioids. right? And so she would find herself just so messed up on Percocet that she would have to go to her bedroom, and she would like rock on the bed. And she wasn't able to keep up with the grandkids. I guess the parents were out of the picture. So she had her hands full. And she tried to quit over and over and over. But the withdrawal symptoms were so strong that she just kept coming back to the opioids. Well, she discovered our kratom. And she told me that she was able to quit the Percocet altogether and have little to no withdrawals whatsoever. And it gave her her life back and the energy and the ability to care for her grandkids. So that was a big like, wow, there's really something special to this plan. And why the heck is the government trying to ban it? You know, on top of that, my fiance also, my wife now, we got married in November. So I'm still getting used to the whole wife thing. Um, Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. When we started dating, she was using uh, Adderall quite a bit. In fact, she was drinking pretty heavily too, because the Adderall would get her all wired up and she would use it to help focus at work. And when she would come home, she would drink. She said she would drink to pump the brakes because her brain is just racing. And so we start dating and I'm like, well, you know, there's certain types of Kratom that can help with focus and help overcome those feelings of overwhelm. So I helped her get started on the Kratom, and she managed to quit the Adderall completely. And then later down the road, she managed to quit drinking. She hasn't had a drink of alcohol in like two or three years. Uh, And that was when she would would drink every single day. So there's all these great properties, um, and it really helps with a wide variety of things. And at the end of the day, all it is is the powderized leaf of the Kratom evergreen tree. So we import ours from Indonesia. We've had the same supplier since 2016 when I started Great Botanicals. And essentially, they just harvest it from these trees in the forest. It's grown pesticide-free, completely organic. They dry out the leaves, and then they powderize them. And that gets you... I like to drink it with water, personally. And so it's just a powderized plant. And at the end of the day... Uh, the al- the alkaloids in the kratom, mitragrinine and 7-hydroxymitragrinine, have these amazing properties. So they help to stimulate the opioid receptors as well as the dopamine and serotonin receptors. This is why there's a mild feeling of euphoria, although, as you pointed out, it's not uh, psychoactive. You don't feel like high. You just feel kind of good. Uh, and it helps when when it comes to pain, a lot of people take the red varieties to help overcome chronic pain, and people take it instead of the prescription pain medicine, and they find that it has an equal effect as far as mitigating the pain, but not all the weird uh, side effects of feeling all woozy and stuff. So That's the red varieties. They're a little more sedative, good for sleep, good for pain. On the opposite end, you have the white varieties. Those help with energy and focus. It's a good quote unquote, social lubricant for people that aren't drinking, because you can go out you know, in a social setting. And if people are having alcohol but you don't drink, sometimes you feel left out. But you can drink Kratom, so you're still drinking something. And then it helps to kind of take the edge off and make you feel a little less tense or a little more willing to just let loose if you're somebody that's like an introvert, right? And then in the middle, you have the green varieties. And these are good for stress. Uh, they're good for, I like to say, they take the edge off. So really, that's it. You can take it in capsule form. You can take it in powder. And uh, I've found that it's benefited my life immensely. It's benefited my wife's life immensely. And we have thousands and thousands of customers all across the country that have had some really groundbreaking success. And a lot of people say it's given them their life back. And in your example, it's helped you know overcome some pretty strong anxiety. So... I think that's really beneficial. And when it comes to the side effects, we can talk about some of the side effects. They're little to none, but especially when you're comparing it to all these crazy pharmaceuticals and SSRIs and people abusing alcohol, um, it really is a pretty solid option for people.
1: And that's, and that's what I want to bring out of this is that I'm not talking to you if you don't use any kind of substance at all and you just exercise and eat your plant-based diet and you're sleeping great and you don't have anxiety and you don't have any pain i'm not not really telling you this for any other reason if that describes you then that it might be something for your medicine cabinet at home for someone in your home who is struggling with pain and you would rather them do this rather than take ibuprofen or tylenol even like people don't realize there's 65,000 presentations to um emergency rooms annually in the US from from ibuprofen and Tylenol and people think of it as super safe because it's over the counter well it's actually really toxic and more and more doctors are figuring it out and telling you that if you're you know coming off a of surgery or whatever go every other dose Tylenol or ibuprofen and that's to decrease the potential toxic effects those drugs are toxic just because opioids are worse doesn't mean that other painkillers are good and so I uh I don't feel guilty about taking kratom. I don't think it's sprayed. Is that right?
0: Yeah, there's no pesticides. It's basically just grows like a trees in a forest essentially, so it's wild grown, wild harvested basically.
1: Yeah, so that's a lot of why I was like I'm going to buy his even though we have plenty in our preparedness. Um it's important to my husband. He he plays a competitive Uh, extreme sport. He's a Muay Thai fighter and he, he goes off of it on Saturday and Sunday. Although I've noticed lately it's only Sunday, but then he's like rubbing his knees. He's had two knee surgeries from blowing it out in his twenties, um, blowing his knee out snowboarding. So I'll see him rubbing his knees and I'll ask him about it. And he's like, it's just my, it's my no Kratom day. I have, I have a lot of aches and pains on the day that I go off of Kratom. Um, is it good to go off of it for a couple of days here and there?
0: Yeah, so one of the potential side effects, something to be aware of, is that if people take it daily, and if they take a decent amount, um, if they're using it more than moderately, it can, you can become physically dependent. And so I use the word dependent instead of addicted because I'm a fan of this guy named Dr. Gabor Mate, and he points out that addiction is when you're physically dependent on something, there's negative consequences, negative outcomes as a result of that dependency, and you continue to do it knowing that it's harmful contrast that with being physically dependent on something like caffeine, for example, and there's not really negative consequences. Um, But that being said, ideally, we don't become dependent on substances in order to maintain a decent quality of life. But like you said, when folks are struggling, when there's stress, when there's anxiety, when there's pain, uh, it does help to mitigate that stuff. So the advice that I like to give my clients is if it does become something that you take on a daily basis, to every so often give yourself a day or two to give your You know, your receptors and your organs an opportunity for a little bit of a rest, a little bit of a reset. It is very subtle and mild, um, and it's different for different people. Some people, the effects are stronger. Other people are like, oh, I could, you know, I could barely feel it. Um, But yes, I do think it's a good idea once every week, once every two weeks, at least once every month or so to take a few days off and give your body the opportunity to reset. Um, That'll minimize the opportunity of uh, developing a tolerance.
1: I can't believe I haven't told you guys this yet, but uh, John is willing to send you a free ounce and and you just pay $5 for, mm-hmm. um, for shipping and handling. I think that's a great offer. It lets people give it a try, especially for those of you who are trying to get off of something else. I totally agree that taking it to a party, if you're trying to stop using or abusing alcohol... In fact I don't even want to say using or abusing because I'm not here to judge or label people. I just think there's plenty of people I've I've read the statistics about what's happened since March of 2020 and substance use has just skyrocketed especially alcohol during the lockdown and you know I'm sure that was related to the just meteoric rise in domestic violence and you know people being trapped in their houses too of course. But I Think it's a great way to give it a try and to have some on hand and also when you're checking out with the five the the five dollar shipping and handling for a free ounce of kratom um he gives you a one time 50% off deal so i i i got in there and i bought a half kilo of white lightning because the one that i like that my husband john had given me a few years ago that i really liked was green mengda is that how i say it uh-huh. And and I don't I don't take kratom to sleep. Uh, my husband takes a yellow manda to sleep. Um, but I I use it because I sit in front of a screen all day every day, and it, I just like to have energy and dopamine and feel happy and positive and peaceful. And that's how I feel. That's that's the main thing that I say I would feel. I don't feel like it's a stimulant. I don't feel, there's no jittery. I just feel calm, positive, peaceful. Like I have a nice steady flow of dopamine going, right? I mean, I get in my sauna at night and lately I've been doing the ice bath, um, sauna, ice bath. So I do other things to chase dopamine and and anybody who wants to get upset and say, you know, green smoothie girls pushing substances on us. I'm actually. Mostly speaking to people who either want to have a home apothecary and want to be your own your own solution to problems that may arise in the future, but also I want to want people to know that they have options if they're using another substance that maybe you know they're not very happy with, they're not happy about the the side effects. I mean, frankly, all my children use substances that I wish they wouldn't. And so I've been thinking about whether I want to give them Kratom. I think they'd be rather surprised if mom gives them any substance. But I'll tell you this, it's better than what they're using. It is so, so much better than what they're using. There's no hangover. Uh, And what I do, and then I'd love for you to talk, John, about how much people take, especially if they're new. I, I used to take one teaspoon, like once or twice a day. My tolerance has increased. And now I do more like two teaspoons um, twice a day, but what I've been doing lately and I really like it is cutting my dose in half so that I'm more often just doing one teaspoon. So maybe I do five or six times a day even, but it's just one teaspoon and it just kind of spreads it all out. So that, that dopamine and serotonin, um, positive feeling that helps me do my work. Well, helps me serve people. Well, helps me manage my employees. Well, get my work done. Um, is kind of more spread out. I mean, I for sure would look forward to after I work out in the morning, sit down and start to work. That's when I would take my Kratom uh, and I loved it and I still do. But then after that, I'll just do like one teaspoon. And I do it the same way John does. I shake it in a shaker bottle and drink it. My husband thinks that's awful and gross. And he puts it at the back of his throat and chases it with water. Yeah, And I think I would probably throw up or snort it out my nose or I don't know what, like that's not my way, but my hairdresser, Angie, who was the first person who ever told me about Kratom before I even knew my husband, John, she puts it in capsules and that seems like a lot of work. So tell us more about dosing and how people should start with it and run through the different strains again, because you went through that fast, but this is brand new to most people.
0: Okay, sure. Um, it's funny because my mom's hairdresser also uh uses Kratom too. My mom sells her some and barters the Kratom for the hairstyling, which I think is pretty cool. Um So if somebody is just trying it, and if somebody takes advantage of the free ounce offer that you shared, they'll get Green Meng Da, which is our most versatile type. Uh, it's also the most potent, so it's a good starter. So I would encourage somebody that's just starting to Take a level teaspoon. So you scoop it with a teaspoon and then maybe use a card and level it off as a way to measure. And then put that with 12 to 16 ounces of water or juice. Now it does taste kind of earthy or like bitter green tea. I've actually acquired a taste for it. I, I like the way that it tastes. So you mix the level teaspoon of powder with 12 to 16 ounces. And then the thing to do is to drink it slowly. So rarely there's people that take it and they feel just a little woozy or nauseous, right? So it doesn't work well with everybody, but that's like most things that people take. And so that's why I encourage people to put a small amount in a larger glass of liquid and then you slowly drink it, not all at once, right? So what your husband does is called toss and wash. That's where you put a whole dose and then you chug it down. So I would caution new folks to avoid that because then you're like, there's no turning back you're going to get the full effect whether you like it or not right but if you're having a slow gradual sipping on it then after a good 5 or 10 minutes you'll subtly start to feel the effects then you can evaluate okay this actually feels great i really like it i'm going to continue to drink some more or i don't feel anything at all yet so maybe i'll have some more or maybe like oh i feel a little funny i'm i'm not really into this and then you could discontinue it and the effects will just fade Uh, Me personally, I do a good two or three teaspoons in one of these 16-ounce shaker bottles. And I'll usually start after lunch or so, maybe like 12 or 1 o'clock. And then I'll just sip on it for the rest of the day. So I'll add water as well when it starts to get a little bit lower. And that's how I use it. And then, like you said, there's a nice continual subtle effect so that's what I would recommend. But yeah, if somebody's just getting started, then it's important to start slow so you can gauge the experience and go from there. We and have you're also
1: solving your water
0: your water problem. Most
1: people aren't drinking enough water, so it's kind of like you're spreading it out and you're making sure that you get your water. That's a great idea.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then as far as the different varieties, so we have six different varieties. Green Ming Da is a green type. It's the most versatile like I was sharing. It helps with stress, it helps with anxiety, it helps with pain. There's a bit of mild euphoria, so if you're feeling stressed out or overwhelmed, it kind of just helps like, ah, you know, I feel better now. I feel like I can tackle the day, right? I feel uh, like I another- can solve I can
1: feel like I can solve my problems. I sit down yep. at my computer and I got 15 employees asking me stuff and a lot of them are challenges, problems things that they couldn't get done, giving me tasks to do. My to-do list is great. I just, it doesn't stress me out. That's the main thing that I would say about it.
0: Yeah, and we discovered, I'm a big fan of, uh, I forget the name of this book, but it's all about habits. And there's this habit stack, basically, where there's a stimulus, and then there's the response, which is the habit. And then there's the reward, that that what you feel after you engage in the habit, right? And so we learned that my wife, she, the stimulus would be her opening up her email inbox and seeing just a flood, dozens and dozens of emails. Well, this would cause anxiety inside of her. And that would be her cue. It's actually stimulus cue habit and then the reward, right? So the cue would be opening up the email inbox and then she would feel like that anxiety and she would just habitually reach for her Adderall. So when we were talking, I was like, well, what if instead of reaching for the Adderall, you reach for a bag of Kratom and make a drink? So we still have that same habit stack. We just hacked it and switched out the actual habit. So just the same, she feels overwhelmed. She drinks some Kratom, and she has that same reward, which is a sense of relief. And I am very much, I have a very big workload. I run three companies, we're just starting a fourth. And so there's a lot of overwhelm and anxiety, but I think the Kratom really helps uh, to manage life better uh, and make things more smooth. I also noticed too, I'm a father of two. Whenever I started taking Kratom it really helped with patience and being a better father and not losing my temper and and being able to kind of roll with the punches, uh, because you know, having kiddos definitely has a lot of a lot of punches um okay so we got green mang da and that one's a little more euphoric and then you have super green dragon which is my personal favorite that one's also good for taking the edge off but it's a little more sharp as far as the energy and focus goes that one's my personal favorite so green mang da super green dragon and then we have white lightning White Lightning's very good for focus. It's very uplifting. It's good for stress and anxiety. That one's a great one if you're trying to quit drinking or drink less. If you're in a social setting, you make a drink of White Lightning and you can still kind of let loose and feel a little more comfortable uh, having fun and laughing about and stuff like that. And, and you're so, right.
1: The light. social lubricant. Social Yeah. Lubricant. I've, I've, taken, I've taken my uh, Kratom to a party where everyone else is drinking.
0: And yeah and I was like, what having- the heck is that? And, and you're right. Like ideally, we're all meditating and doing yoga, and that's how we manage stress and life or or whatever, right? But sometimes life's tough, and sometimes it's it just makes life easier to have the aid of a plant medicine. And again, it's just a plant. All it is is the powderized leaves of a tree. So you got white lightning, and then we have white Borneo. White Borneo is similar to White Lightning, except it's a little bit stronger, a little more euphoric. And then we have uh, Red Relaxation, which is our most popular red variety. And again, the reds are really good for pain, for helping with sleep, and um, just for helping with muscle aches and pains and such. And then we also have OG Bali, which is another red variety. It's very similar to the red relaxation. And then finally, we just recently added a Yellow Awakening, which is our yellow variety. And so it's kind of a blend between a red and a green. So it's more euphoric, but it's also good for rest and sleep. And so when you do the free ounce offers, pay $5 shipping and handling, we'll send you a free ounce of Green mangda. But on the checkout page, you have a one-time opportunity to try our four four of our other leading strains. Uh, normally, like sixty bucks, instead you get it for thirty dollars. You get fifty percent off. That'll give folks the opportunity to kind of experiment with different ones and see which one uh, suits them the best. And then, if they want to order more, they could order more uh, quantity of that particular strain.
1: Gives them gives them a few selections to try and see how it does. Um, final question why i've been amazed since i very first heard of kratom 6 or 7 years ago i've been completely amazed that pharma hasn't gotten it shut down i mean look at the power that they've exercised the last few years and that they're out there in such a big way and they seem to basically have control of a lot of government agencies i've i've heard oh they're going to shut kratom down When I lived in Utah for many, many years, I heard that and I've heard it in other states. And yet it's legal in all 50 still.
0: It's illegal in six states. And I believe those states, they banned it whenever they banned like K2 or Spice, like this synthetic marijuana kind of garbage stuff. And I think it was just ignorant lawmakers that saw it next to one another at the gas station or or the head shop. So that it's illegal in six states. They tried to add a seventh state, but it got pushed back. There's actually a really strong Kratom lobby. And interestingly enough, whenever the DEA was trying to ban it, and of course, we all know that was the FDA. The FDA is a revolving door with the pharmaceutical companies. And at the end of the day, the kratom is much more affordable and it's very difficult for these farm pharma- these pharmaceutical companies can't make a profit off of it. It's a natural plant, so they can't patent the natural plant. Uh, so it's just clear protectionism. That's what I like to call it. A lot of these regulatory agencies, we think They try to pretend as though they're helping the little guy or helping the environment or whatever. But in reality, it's just a case of protectionism where they're protecting the big players in a given market so as to make it challenging for their competitors to take market share. That's exactly what happened with Kratom. But whenever they tried to ban it, they basically in a sleeping giant. And there was this mass of people that called the Congress critters and the senators. And there was a couple of senators, one of them from Utah, that really pushed back strong. And uh, they sent a letter to the DEA and they ended up pulling back. But since then,
1: Utah senator pushed back against trying to regulate it,
0: uh, trying to ban it. Yeah. In a positive way, because
1: because we used to have Orrin Hatch, who is super corrupt, just deep state all day. But. Utah is such a supplement yeah. state. Like there's so many companies in supplements, lots and lots of network marketing companies. And as you know, many of them sell a lot of supplements, but, but Orrin Hatch was a big friend to the drug industry, but he's also a big friend to the supplement industry, mm-hmm. which Utah Senator was helping out push back on trying to get Kratom banned.
0: It, it was Orrin Hatch. That's who it oh. was.
1: So I don't, I don't even know if he's still alive, but he yeah, he's been gone for a long time, but yeah. So that kind of answers my question that you say there's a powerful Kratom lobby because I'm like, it just doesn't seem like there would be any real power players in Kratom, but you're saying there there are people, probably the bigger businesses that sell them, that sell it. And the reason I think you guys should should give uh, John's product a try, if you want to give Kratom a try, or if you want to have it in your home uh, natural medicine cabinet, is to support American businesses. And because he will educate you and you'll get emails that go really deep on these controversies around kratom and I don't I'm I've never been to a vape shop but I don't trust a vape shop employee to give me good information or I I don't necessarily would would trust their sourcing either so I just really like your integrity and I've been kind of watching you for a while and I had a friend who's kind of a fan of you and De- De- and Derek Bros who has been just fantastic in the medical freedom movement and the freedom movement in general so Anyway, I just am glad to find a source that I can support that's American and that you know your source because it sounds like probably spraying isn't an issue. But yeah, just buying something in Malaysia when there's not somebody who's doing some kind of quality control and involved in it here in the United States who speaks my language, like it's just that really bridges the gap well. And so I appreciate that. So everyone, I will um, put the link down below to get your free... Uh, one ounce of Kratom, if you would like to give it a try. And I hope that this serves you. Anything else you want to say in closing, John?
0: Yeah. Um, we were talking about this before the interview, but we, so it's not, Kratom's not illegal except for these six states. Um, but the you challenge say is. Which
1: six states you can't ship it to if, they, if you, you can. can?
0: I can remember Rhode Island, Alabama, Vermont, surprisingly, which is more of like a liberal. They're, have legal marijuana and stuff, um, Rhode Island, Alabama, Vermont, and uh, uh, we have it listed on the website. So don't worry, you'll know, it actually won't allow you to complete the checkout if you're in one of these states. So we, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Um, but I wanted to share. While it's not illegal, the federal government pressures the banks and credit card companies to make it impossible for kratom vendors nearly impossible for kratom vendors to accept credit card. So for folks that are coming to the website, we have a couple ways that we work around this. and on the most popular form of payment that we have is called eCheck. So essentially, uh, we had to do a background check. We go through this reputable company called Green Money, and you enter your checking account and routing number. Same information at the bottom of a check. There's nothing that we can do with that information. It just processes the payment. And, you know, if you mail someone a check, they have that information as well. Some people just feel uncomfortable and they're like caught off guard, like e-check, what is this? But essentially, it's basically just like writing a check, except except it's done electronically. And if people uh, want to do something else, they can mail us a check. We have all the instructions on the address and such. And of course, I'm a big fan of cryptocurrency. So if anybody wanted to pay with Bitcoin or Bitcoin Cash, you'd, you'd be able to do that as well. But we have an email and a phone number. Uh, we're open you know, most uh, business days when the, if somebody calls, we'll be able to answer questions. We can even take a order over the phone. So if anybody needs any support in that regard, we have an amazing customer service team here on hand to help make everything as smooth as possible.
1: Good. Good to know that. I'm glad you ended on that because I should mention to you guys that um, both John and I are deep in the crypto world in in and our interest in it is in detaching from these corrupt central banks and the fact that the central banks really want to rule your life and roll out a central bank digital currency and we want to be separate from that. We want to have our own, Mm -hmm. we want to be our own bank. And that's, you know, why we're Bitcoiners, but Green Smoothie Girl is going to be moving the same direction. I have not only been canceled by PayPal Square and Venmo. And that's literally been well over a year and a half ago, but I think that we all, those of us who care about freedom, need to have we're probably going to go back to checks we're probably going to have people mail in a check to green smoothie girl and i know that that seems old school and we're so conditioned now to think that more tech more tech more tech more convenience but i think there may come a day when visa and mastercard won't do business with people like john and people like me so everybody should be thinking about those good old-fashioned checkbooks And of course, uh, it's going to get easier and easier with the lightning payment uh, rails um, and second layer options to be able to spend Bitcoin. It's just this is the way of the future. Like crypto isn't going anywhere. All the senators, all the people making all the noise about how crypto is a pet rock and it has no use case. Um, They're actually building a central bank digital currency on the blockchain. So that is actually there. That exposes how how hypocritical they are. So, so John, thank you for your work. Thanks for uh, being involved in that supply chain because I don't really want to order stuff from somebody I don't know in Malaysia anymore. So everybody, you can go get your uh, free one ounce of Kratom, give it a try. And I guess you get 50% off at checkout if you want to try the others as well. So happy new year, John, and we'll talk soon.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: See ya.